0: it's the Meg John and Justin podcast yay Yay. it's like this is our 16th uh podcast now it's you know doing good pretty healthy double figures yeah um so um this week we don't have a specific question but again we're going to talk generally about a thing we are that is like that comes up that people ask us about generally quite a lot yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I guess this is going to kind of expand on one of the things that we often talk about which is what is sex mm-hmm. and to explore and to expand our erotic imaginations yes um or sensual imaginations uh around what it is that we might be able to do and mm-hmm. why that might be but like the specific question is about
1: how to have sex that don't use your genitals
0: yeah yeah so there are many reasons why people may not want to use their genitals for sexy times. Absolutely, I guess um, number one is they might not—they might just enjoy other things better. Yeah, I mean, as we've talked about mm-hmm. again and again, but we're going to keep talking about it. Yeah, is that uh, a lot of people don't enjoy penis and vagina sex and genital yeah. sex generally? Mm-hmm. Uh, the pressure to um, for penises to get hard and the pressure for vaginas to be aroused enough and to get wet mm-hmm. and the uh, the faff around um penis and anus sex for a lot of people um can yeah. really you know get, and as we talked about last week's episode getting the choreography of that and yeah yeah the timing right and condoms and stuff if they're using condoms yeah and lube that often just doesn't do it for many people and also just physically people might not enjoy those sensations because yeah. the uh the um the most sensitive bit for example of the vulva uh, is for many people the glands of the clitoris and that just isn't getting enough stimulation during a lot of penis and vagina sex Mm -hmm. and so for a lot of people um, they don't enjoy it for that reason
1: yeah and I think this time we're going to really talk about stuff that doesn't involve the genitals at all so like expanding that out that people just may not even want to do oral sex anal sex anything yeah. where there's genitals involved yeah um for all kinds of reasons and again it puts us we can put people on the asexual spectrum there are some people who enjoy actual physical contact mm-hmm. but not genital contact yeah. and there are on that spectrum and there are also some people who enjoy um like i was going to say um some kind of erotic mm-hmm. exchange with somebody which wouldn't be physical at all perhaps yeah um so you know again if we look if we think about sex in that wider Mm -hmm. way we're much more inclusive of of those kind of folks who might be demisexual gray a, or somewhere on the asexual spectrum totally Mm
0: -hmm. so we're at the moment thinking about why it is that people might want to avoid having um genital sex Mm -hmm. with it and one of them is one of those reasons is it just doesn't do it for them which is um
1: or like I mean, rephrase it more positively that other stuff does do it for them I guess yeah. yeah you know again we've got to get be wary of even starting from that start point of like genital sex equals sex because it might be that it's more of a positive a million things do this for me that,
0: that aren't that yeah. well exactly I think mm. a lot of people kind of need permission yeah. to do that and I think that's what we do with our book is to say um, if you don't enjoy genital sex you might enjoy other things. Yeah. But also we're saying to other people, if you do enjoy other things, great.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> like just, end of, just, that's
0: fine. Yeah, yeah, it's just as, like, in inverted as good yeah. or proper yeah. as um, genital sex. But,
1: but for a lot of people, they have got that real, you know, because you can't step outside of culture, and yeah. culture says proper sex is genital sex. So we're saying, like, let's think about all of the reasons why you might not want to have genital sex, and then let's think about all the things that you could be doing. Yeah. Um, that would be just as real and
0: proper. And yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So, so, that first reason is that you may not enjoy it.
1: Yeah. Um, other reasons, it might be that you have some form of STI, mm-hmm. so sexually transmitted infection, yeah. or a urinary tract infection yeah. that just make it really uncomfortable, or you're too worried about passing something on to somebody else, mm-hmm. you know. Or that it
0: may exacerbate. Um, yeah. An STI or a UTI or another kind of like a yeast infection or something. Sometimes they can be recurring and difficult Mm -hmm. to treat. So, for that reason, you may want to avoid genital sex.
1: Yeah, or because you wanted to avoid getting those things. Yeah. That would be another reason. Yeah. Yeah. Also, anything around periods or menstruation that Mm -hmm. make, you know, again, obviously, it's possible to have sex at those times, and and for some people, it can really help with cramps or be really pleasant at those times. But for
0: some people, that's what then when they want to avoid genital sex. Uh, Some people may have um, difficult experiences around um, arousal, Mm -hmm. uh, and also might be reminded of difficult experiences around arousal. So it might make genital sex very pressure and very difficult for them so um that might be a reason why you may want to have different kinds of sex yeah because like other
1: kinds don't necessarily have
0: that pressure for a certain part
1: of the body to respond in a particular way so it can really take off the pressure Mm -hmm. Uh, people might have uh, previous trauma experiences or abuse experiences Mm -hmm. non-consensual genital touching that it reminds them of they Mm -hmm. get triggered which is something we've talked about on the podcast before so they want to avoid the risk of that triggering and oh gender dysphoria as well so Mm. um a lot of trans and non-binary folks have gender dysphoria either some of the time or all of the time around Mm. genitals yeah um so that can be really another really good reason to like go for other kinds of sex that don't like explicitly involve genitals especially if maybe your genitals at the moment don't look like how you imagine them to look yeah
0: um particularly when we're asked when there's so much um gender essentialism around about, about particular genders always having particular genitals and that can be very, very difficult for people exactly. to get their head around yeah. um, when, um, uh, when that's not how they feel about their bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you that's had an a idea, yeah.
1: Like, there's a load of different reasons, but there's plenty more that I'm sure listeners might come up with themselves. but yeah. all of those are just okay. Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't. Re- you don't need to have a really good reason or a legitimate no. excuse either. It's just fine to yeah. enjoy other stuff.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, some
1: of the time, or all of the time.
0: Yeah. So um one of the ways that we thought about doing this is to i mean we could just go through a list of all the different things and we're probably going to talk about different things that you could try doing and sometimes you perhaps listeners might might like to hear us talking about particular activities that they um that they might not even have considered before and that might be something that they might Mm -hmm. find hot not that we're going to teach you like how to do it and you know techniques and sex positions that's not that's not what we do it's not our bag not our bag. Not our bag. No. Uh, I thought that was a sex position. <laughs> the, 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 the not our bag. The not position. our bag position. So we are. We will kind of talk about some of the different activities that you may enjoy. But the first thing that we could ask you to do, dear listener, was is, is yes. something that I asked people to do on a training course. Recently yeah, the sun is so awesome. Thinking yeah. about this, so um, I asked people usually to think of as many different kinds of sex activities as they can think of. But this time with this group, I wanted them to be quite specific. So I said. Mm. And so we asked. I asked them to uh, think of. I uh, split them into four different groups. Asked them to think of four different things. So I asked one group to think about to write down as many different sexual activities that you can do when you're not in the same room as you, as the person you want to have sex with. Yeah. As uh, many different sexual activities you can think of where you're in the same room but you're fully clothed. Yeah. As uh, many different sexual activities you can do when you're in the same room, but your pants are on. Yeah. And as many different sexual activities you can think of where you're in the same room but you're completely naked. Got it. So you could do that here, dear listener. Yeah. Like literally. Think about it right now. Get a piece of paper, yeah. like an A4 piece of uh-huh. paper, and the four different areas of that you can make uh, quadrants on that piece you can of make paper. quadrants so yeah. you can just do like a mind map or mm-hmm. just write as many words down as you can think of yeah. sometimes i think it helps to be given categories like that because it really focuses your mind on the different kinds of I like things it. so let's doing. go the
1: categories again so it's not in the same room in the same room but fully clothed in the same room with just underwear on mm-hmm. and then in the same room naked yeah yeah and, like, all the different things that you could do erotically, sensually, sexually, sexually yeah. physically, yeah. however you want to describe it, depending yeah. on where you're at on that, that, it's you, sexual to that sexual you may spectrum. enjoy with yeah. another person. Yeah. Like, there might be some categories you just want to... I'd put a big cross through the naked one, you know. Yeah. So it's fine to, like, one of those yeah. would just not be your bag at all. Yeah. yeah.
0: And <laughs> in terms of this... Uh, uh, this podcast will put a big cross through any genital stuff yeah, as well yeah
1: exactly so um, we're now
0: talking about everything that doesn't involve genitals yeah mm-hmm. so um, you could try doing that that might kind of help you uh, dear listener mm-hmm. to uh, to help expand your own sense of um, your own uh erotic
1: imagination yes is that a phrase we use erotic imagination now who did I get that from I got that from Chess Denman who's a psychiatrist who wrote a really good book called Sexuality a Biopsychosocial Perspective oh no and she's talking about yeah how to expand your erotic imagination and I'm like yeah that's a really good way of thinking about it
0: so uh, for those of you playing Meg John and Justin Bingo yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) Biopsychosocial yeah so um Mm so let's should we think of a few things from these different categories yeah so let's start with not in the same room so
1: I guess one of the things that excites me most around not in the same room is like even beyond not in the same room like not in the same town not in the same country not in the same period of time Mm. like you know, so who I think is so exciting on this one are people who write um erotic fiction, mm-hmm. erotic fanfic slash fiction shipping, mm-hmm. this kind of thing, yeah, because like you don't even need to be alive at the same time, yeah, in order to be having a really exciting erotic um connection that way yeah um so so yeah, so one thing that you might do, I guess if we're talking here about what you might do with another person that you have some kind of sexual or physical or erotic relationship with is you might try writing something sexy Mm -hmm. or erotic and then them reading it yeah yeah
0: um and there are lots of different ways to do that as well yeah so either you literally send them like a sexy letter in the post which might be hot you know like it kind of old-fashioned yeah you could use pencil or pen whichever swolk what?
1: Swalk sealed with a loving kiss. You
0: could do oh, like, a wow. Kiss That's on that cool. envelope, right? <laughs> you could put a bit of, if you have like a, an odour that the other person kind of is familiar with that you have, you could. <laughs> rub it under your arm. Rub it under your you arm. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get those, you rub it in your pubic area. Yeah. Oh, no, this, this is non-genital. Is non-genital, non-genital. Right? non-genital. Armpits, armpits, genital. That will count. Yeah. Um Or like a, a perfume or an aftershave or something, yeah. or a roll on deodorant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just cover it in, in the margin it. yeah <laughs> so you know <laughs> the stripe in the margin the stripe of, in the margin roll on yeah yeah the roll
0: on just one
1: clean roll <laughs> yeah yeah i like that yeah yeah um but you could send you know also um like god back in the day we used to send mixtapes you know yeah. but you could t- send like um a spotify playlist mm-hmm. or playlist on some of the whoever doesn't have spotify
0: whatever that whatever is the you, yeah, YouTube playlists yeah, you can yeah, do yeah. that. Can you do it on a YouTube? Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah cool. People still make mixtapes and things. They just yeah. or burn a, yeah. um burn onto a flash drive. Yeah. Um you can also use uh WhatsApp for this kind of thing as well. So mm. um you can either send like short kind of messages through whatsapp or another Mm. messenger app but also the good thing about the useful thing about phones and stuff is that you can also record yeah stories as well yeah so so you can
1: record yourself as a like a video or an audio yeah of saying something which is really great because not everybody's into writing no yeah
0: and it can be really uh hot to hear the other person telling you a story that you know is either involves them or doesn't involve them yeah um another thing you could do here is to um uh certainly some people i know have when they're in a long distance relationship kind of curated a kind of a porn tumbler yeah uh, porn tumblers were really popular i don't know if they still are but they're kind mm. of they've they jointly kind of have the are admins of this um Tumblr mm. account and they posted hot pictures cool. onto the account which they both found yeah. sexy and sometimes it was of themselves I think but it's yeah. mostly things that they have kind of found on the internet that they yeah. thought was hot but then they also got a following with that as well so that Other was kind people. of a, a mutual thing. this is
1: something I really think is interesting because it starts to also question what we mean by different kind of relationships because yeah. talking with uh, somebody at a conference I was at recently um, about erotic fiction I was talking to someone called Dean and they were saying Um, a great thing about erotic fiction is you can have these platonic relationships but also you're sharing you know so they might create a tumblr together Mm. or they might create erotic fiction together yeah and so they are like having arousal from each other Mm. but it's it's not you know kind of a sexual relationship in the kind of traditional sense you know they're not sort of seeing each other as, as partners but there is this kind of the fact they're curating something like that together and getting other people aroused and each other aroused
0: that's Is really that, interesting isn't yeah. it because that's just uh, an, another kind of relationship another configuration another yeah. way of decoupling sex from love and,
1: yeah I think that's uh, really we cool
0: we talked about in previous episodes yeah um, so other things that we can do where you're not in the same room together um you could be watching um, or reading the same, you know, reading the same bit of uh, erotica together, or watching yeah. uh, the same thing together and kind of chatting about it at yeah, the same time over nice WhatsApp idea. or something, yeah. or even on the phone. Uh-huh. Um, and all of these things uh, could involve like solo sex too at the same time. So you could yeah. literally be masturbating. Oh, Oh, yeah, we're not t- doing genitals, are we, though? No, but I think touching it's... Touching a- somebody else's genitals, I guess. We're n-
1: yeah, we're not doing touching somebody else's, so I think that could be, yeah, that you might be touching your own
0: yeah. separately. Yeah. Side note here, there's some mm. more drilling in the background. Oh,
1: yeah, we've tr- we have we're in the stairwell again, you know, because we were really trying to get away from it, but there is a little soft... <laughs> a little, little light drilling it's kind of rimpery <laughs> yeah, drilling isn't it yeah. it's not too it's not too in your face it's quite a submissive drill at the moment but if yeah. it becomes more dominant we may have to
0: move yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's the kind of drilling you might hear if you're not in the same room as the other
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, it's exactly.
0: Uh, (laughs) So, um, should we move on to the...
1: Well, I was just thinking that not in the same room because Mm -hmm. actually there's a few other options for the kinksters here, I guess. Um, Which, you know, may be of interest to people who aren't kinky as well. Mm -hmm. Of like, you can get some things that are remote control, I mean the old school way of doing this was like put your phone on vibrate and be texting somebody Um, but you can actually get like a remote control butt plugs and vibrators Mm -hmm. so you could have someone in another room like giving you stimulation of various kinds yeah Um, you know again it's like where does that fit on the is it about genitals isn't it about genitals but, yeah you know it could be to all different kinds of the body you know mm-hmm. or yeah so it could be fun to play around with stuff where you're not in the same room or mm-hmm. you go into different rooms and you do something
0: and then you feed back to the other person what you did could yeah. be quite hot i was just thinking about another example in mm. my head there as well about how uh imagine that somebody's um Somebody's in a meeting at work or something, or on mm. their way to work, and their partners told them that they're going to be texting them, uh, a, like a story or a series yeah. of pictures or something on their way. But you, but they know that they're not going to be able to look at the phone. But that every time they feel a buzz in their pocket, yeah, that it's going to be their their partner like doing something hot yeah that's that cool that they're not allowed to look at you or something
1: and you know in a more DS context you can send somebody like things to do to do like you know yeah. if they're like maybe walking around London you can be like you know go and do this somewhere go and do that somewhere or think about this and yeah that could be quite hot
0: yeah mm mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, other cities are available. <laughs> yes.
1: oh. No, oh, London no. is the centre of the
0: universe, clearly, and everything. <laughs> We're really... part of that London-centric media now. I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, we are. Like, yeah. we've got to stop that. So, you could be in Bradford, where I come from. Yeah, and somebody could be telling you to do stuff in Bradford. You, you could, could be in like the the Museum of Films and Photography. Oh, or You yeah. could be at the Alhambra Theatre. You yeah. know, you could be down St George's Hall walking around.
0: Or you could be in so, Derby. Yeah. And you could be at the pub. <laughs> you could be at the pub in Derby or, or the other pub another pub <laughs> <laughs> or another pub yeah pubs are great in Derby yeah they could be good in as well yeah mm. uh, so um, let's move on to uh, things you can do together but are fully clothed yes so um, snogging Yes. It was National Kissing Day the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, and um, if I had time, I would have written a thing about how, you know, maybe we could just enjoy a snog. And we've got this in mm. our book about being present to a snog. Yeah. And how uh, snogs are often seen as the kind of the preface to the to another thing. And so mm. people are maybe thinking about, oh, what might happen next? And, yeah. you know, is this sex? And, is, you know, rather than thinking this is a really great snog in itself um, and I think
1: it's quite good to put them then in your day in a way that you couldn't make them be anything more actually that can be quite you know to have a hot snog before if you're cohabiting like before you leave or you know when there isn't time to do anything else because then it can make you really focus on it as the snog itself rather than this is it about something else or it's on its way to something else
0: yeah totally Mm. or spend the time that you would spend doing other things just snogging so you know spend half an hour or an hour
1: Mm. having
0: a snog yeah and as we're saying I put being really present to all of your sensations as part of that snog so everything you can hear everything you Mm. can taste uh, everything you can feel Mm -hmm. everything you can see what's the other sensation what's the smell smell everything you can smell yeah yeah, and playing all that back as well and just kind of being really in that Mm -hmm. moment with the other person yeah and you could super hot
1: I would say also you know really interesting one to try with different power dynamics in there of that Mm. your boat your boat
0: yeah I mean you could top and bottom with snogging that's what I
1: mean like it could be you could be like focusing on you know, like I know you're not so keen on the wheel of consent, but I find it quite an interesting idea. Let's see if I can get it. The, so, this time. Betty Martin's wheel of consent is super awesome. Like, look at look up Betty Martin online. Um, but it is a little bit complicated to explain. But it's like some it divides kind of it into whether you're kind of like giving and taking mm-hmm. and receiving and accepting or something go and look it up because it is brilliant but basically you can try doing any activity from each of these four quadrants again we like four quadrants Um, so it might be that you're doing the snog to somebody else Mm -hmm. for their pleasure or it might be you're doing the snog to somebody else for your pleasure, or it might be they're doing it to you for your pleasure, or they're doing it to you for their pleasure. I think that's kind of the four quadrants. So, you know, you mix up whether it's kind of about their pleasure or your pleasure, and whether it's about you doing to them or them doing to you, and mix all the different possibilities up, and then you've got four different kinds of snog, which are probably going to feel really different. And, you know, some of those quadrants you're probably going to like more or less, but
0: it's a really interesting experiment. I mean, dear listener, don't don't. If you don't get it, if you if this sounds like if this isn't your thing, don't yeah. worry, because fifty percent of this podcast still doesn't get the wheel of concern. <laughs> uh, because I think a lot of yeah. people are going to find that a snog is doing all of those things at the same time, which yeah. is still part of the wheel of concern. Absolutely, I understand it, yeah. but just yeah.
1: Some but, people really don't like teasing that apart, and other people, it's like, oh wow, how interesting! Like yeah. when you know when somebody when it's like it's the same snog it's the same person initiating but if it's supposed to be all about their pleasure or my pleasure it feels completely different and yeah. that's really yeah
0: fascinating or exciting for them but if you break down into a snog mm. into the different things that could happen as well so some so uh, there are like this, there's a script involved around how the how the snog's supposed to go like yeah. first hand shape like the script is that Um, that you kind of pout a little bit, you move your nose to one side and then you slowly (laughs) open your mouth and then your tongue maybe starts to enter their mouth and it goes around and around and then it gets deeper and deeper and then it's like full-on Hollywood snog. Yeah. A lot of people don't like full-on Hollywood snogs. A lot of people don't like somebody's tongue all the way in their mouth. Yeah. A lot of people don't like... um, the the script of the tongue going round and round or in and out or yeah, you know whatever yeah. it is you're supposed to do yeah so it's about like really tuning into what's happening for the other person yeah, yeah. you it. might want
1: to keep it like super soft and just about the lips for example yeah. you might want to kiss different parts of the face mm-hmm. and definitely mix up who's kissing and kisser and kissy or yeah if and or if it's
0: really mutual yeah and if you are doing putting if one person is putting their tongue in the other person's mouth or mm. they're both doing it you know can you, can you kind of work out if you both want to do that or take yeah. turns to do that or yeah, yeah. is there something hot around the, the is it kite? is it more of a, if, are you more of a top if you're putting your tongue in their mouth all mm. the time and or is literally it like, being on top of them
1: yeah, yeah,
0: or is it more like a power thing to be enveloping the other person's tongue, yeah, yeah all right, are you sitting up, yeah, or, or are you like, is one person literally on top of the other person like their head, yeah on top of theirs, or, something. or standing
1: and pushing somebody up against the wall and kissing them—yeah,
0: like, might yeah.
1: conceivably be exciting for some people.
0: I mean, we're already breaking all of this down into lots of different ways to enjoy snogs. So exactly, do this for the whole time. Yeah, so um, that's another. So that's a fully clothed possibility. Fully clothed possibility <laughs> is snog, yeah. and that's like a huge possibility. And mm. also, you can do snogs plus um, a load of other things at mm. the same time, right? Which can also affect the dynamic of that snog and, yeah. and but also the other thing too and a lot of people like to do snogging plus other things but some people like to do a snog and then, yeah and do other things separately
1: but in the same room closed you've also got a load of like not touching possibilities yep. haven't you so again with like the sharing of fantasies could be mm-hmm. particularly exciting that you are in the same room that they're right there and you're reading out something or telling them yep. something um, we've both been to Smut Slam, haven't we recently? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're probably going to do another one um, yeah. together, hopefully. Oh, that's um, good. Yes, and so this is where people get up on stage and tell a smutty sl- story or something. Yeah. Um, uh, but you could do your own Smut Slam right yeah. there in the room together.
0: Yeah. yeah. Tell each other stories. Again, you could be watching porn together in the same room. Right, right. Uh, fully clothed, or you could be like both reading for example girl on the net's latest blog oh
1: yeah which is a good
0: one yeah maybe one of the hot ones yes sometimes they're hot sometimes they're wise sometimes they're sad sometimes they're funny yeah it's what we like about it yeah sometimes it's all of those things exactly oh girl on the net we love you we love you girl on the net another pint sooner girl on the net (laughs) absolutely get some proper mics for that um yeah, so you could be you could be uh,
1: making a yes, no, maybe checklist together. Yeah. You could be playing a game, uh, a yeah. sexy game. Like recently, somebody I know got this game where it was like you had to answer questions. Like it has a deck of like... Um, and the questions were about sex relationships, and then they were like about work and family and stuff. But you could yeah. you could just use the kind of sex okay. and relationship ones, and there were like questions like
0: about first sex or something. I'm going to announced this on the podcast, but mm. I thought recently, and I thought uh, I wrote it down somewhere that that's what we should do: make a game. Yeah, hell yeah, right? Yeah, that's all about communicating.
1: Oh that's communicating,
0: as we say, is sex. You heard it here first. Heard it here first. The Meg John and Justin game. That'd
1: be good. Oh yeah.
0: People can just download it and print it out like yeah. uh, Cards Against Humanity.
1: Yeah, precisely. In fact, it could have different elements to the game because, yeah, I think that one's a nice one that has a bunch of questions that you mm. can ask for getting to know somebody better, but also having that a bit of fresh on that you're talking about sex. Yeah. But like Truth or Dare kind of stuff. Yeah. Truth or Dare is a game you could play. Yeah. And with Fully Clothed.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever played that. Are you not no i'm very risk averse right yeah
1: mm. but then you could have cards that made it like you know the thing is you could create the cards so a friend another friend no the same friend the same friend who's awesome um, and yeah. has also another game where it's like some of the cards are things you do to another person mm-hmm. um and for because it's a kink one they've got ones you kind of do and have done to but i mean again you could have that that yeah. was non-kinky um things to say mm-hmm. as well and things to tell about so okay. it's kind of like different decks and you can pick you know like do you want to go for the more safe like just to tell something about some but or you could go for more one of the do things again you can totally do that fully clothed as long as you've made the cards fully clothed things
0: yeah yeah um you could play uh, if you want to start fully clothed but then become less clothed right. you can play strip poker strip poker strip chess the
1: classic yeah strip drafts or we'll just have somebody really slowly take off an item of your clothes. Yeah, maybe like cutting it off your body. That's the thing. Oh yeah. Mhm. For some people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's so take a moment on that one. Yeah, it could just be. Also, other things you could do fully clothes are. Sometimes there's a real erotic charge in just the way you look at somebody. Oh, you could do a load of eye contact stuff. Oh, just sitting, looking at the, yeah. other, in the other person's eyes and just noticing mm. how it's like the almost imperceptible stuff around what's changing and how they're looking at you. Yeah. And then thinking about what they might be thinking of and then thinking mm. about what they, what the other person's thinking you might be thinking and how that can really mm. build some, some real erotic charles right over.
1: and that makes me think of another friend of ours who we've been doing quite a few panels with recently mm-hmm. um, in terms of photography
0: mm-hmm. oh, so yeah.
1: you could do like a little photo shoot you could be yeah. putting on costumes yeah. and trying those out
0: yeah yeah. Uh, this is uh, Alexandra Karpovitz yeah. who we're going to have if it's not already up it'll be up soon we've got a podcast from a panel event we did mm-hmm. with Alexandra from her Let's Talk About Sex project yeah Um, so basically like she's getting people to kind of get into a
1: particular sexy character mm -hmm. that they can imagine like you know being a dominatrix or a pirate or Mm. you know whatever secret agent you know just um, whatever kind of persona you want to put on Um, and you could have a lot of fun with that with costumes and stuff yeah. yeah. Yeah, and
0: everyone, like so many people have cameras now, yeah. right? So they could just be taking pictures of each other, uh, pretending to be a different character.
1: Exactly. Well, you don't need any kit. Yeah, you, yeah.
0: Again, all of these things you could do with
1: with no kit or create yeah. your own. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, anything else? Fully clothed people can do. I mean, there's dry mm. humping. Yeah. of course So, yeah. like, uh, where you're, it's, it. I guess it's like having. Um, mm. It's just rubbing your entire body up against somebody else, but in many ways, it could also kind of. It could look like or feel like how people have penetrative mm. sex, but they're just kind of rubbing their bodies yeah. generally over each other. It might yeah. not be rubbing your genitals necessarily, mm-hmm. but kind of rubbing your thigh up against the other person's thigh, or yeah. just kind of rubbing your chest together, yeah. fully clothed, or maybe taking a few clothes off.
1: And really, like any part of the body could be used the same way. We went, we dug into the kissing. Like you could literally like take someone's hand yeah. and be exploring all different kinds of ways to be erotic or pleasurable with the hand. Yeah. Just light touch, heavy touch, putting fingers in your mouth, their mouth, you yeah. know, that you could spend like, yeah, know, 20 minutes just on mm-hmm. on the hand again. And you could if you wanted play that the, the wheel of consent way and do that all four different ways. Yeah. You've got an hours you know, hours play right there just using oh, each other's right. hands. And uh, really interesting to see what that's like for people.
0: Necks and ears as mm-hmm. well can be really uh, sexy for a lot of people.
1: Feet, marmite.
0: Yeah, really? Marmite people... for
1: people. People tend to love the foot or hate the foot. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't touch my feet. No, not no. for you. Not even accidentally. Mm. My feet are going all like curled up and you don't like just at the thought of it. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: No, Now no, I say they're Marmite. I feel quite neutral actually about the foot, so they're not. Com- but then I feel quite neutral about Marmite, which is weird, isn't it?
0: Pants on. Pants yeah. on, underwear on. Yeah. Well, people find pants and underwear incredibly sexy as well, yeah. just generally. As some people do. Yeah. And for some people that whole idea of wearing a particular mm. set of underwear or a particular set of pants or whatever. Yeah. Can be very attractive to the other person. But also there is um sometimes that really works for us as well. Like we might want to wear like our special pants that give us a sense of
1: Yeah, like our hot date pants. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like or that, when, or that bring out a certain character yeah, in us, you know, definitely. depending on whether they're more serious or more silly or...
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, they don't have to look sexy they, yeah. uh, or they, they could just have like a particular character on or something that well, make us feel...
1: Yeah, you're getting in my superhero underwear now. <laughs> I do wear superhero boxer pants,
0: boxer <laughs> pants, boxer shorts. Just want to make this clear, <laughs> dear listener, that I didn't make MJ do that. Yeah. Underwear. Yeah. So um, there can be something specifically sexy about choosing to wear a particular uh, mm. particular kinds of underwear or particular kinds of undergarments, yeah. uh, whatever you call it. Um, And again, so photos can come in there as well, and Mm -hmm. kind of dry humping can come in there too, and snobbing can come in there too. So all of those things, when they're done with fewer clothes on, can be very, very different
1: Yeah, exactly. So you could do all the same things we've talked about, but just wearing fewer clothes, and that might give it a bit more of a
0: sexy feel. I guess you've
1: also got like dynamics of if one person's got more clothes on than the other, it can be quite hot. So That's that a specific thing. Yeah.
0: Some porn as well, mm. uh, where one person's fully clothed and the other person isn't. There's yeah. like a dynamic there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: There's also, I guess, like a potential kink dynamic there yeah. as well, mm-hmm. uh, which could be interesting to to play around with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the wearing fewer clothes means obviously that you there's more possibility of, for more skin to skin contact, which can feel really nice. Yeah. So uh, hugs and spooning and cuddles can feel yeah. very different in that. Context to fully closed.
1: Yeah, might not necessarily
0: of... feel sexual, but mm. might feel very intimate. Yeah, sensual nice. or
1: intimate. And then you've got all the massage options mm-hmm. and all of the kind of sensation play options, yeah. like using pinwheels or clothes bags or yeah. um, you know rope on the naked uh, naked mm-hmm. torso or something
0: like that. Um, mm. Moisture, like yeah. using uh, oils or lubes to to kind of slide right, right, or slide over them. Or?
1: Alternate like candle wax and ice cubes is a nice thing yeah. to do if people enjoy that and obviously depending on the height you're dropping that from it's going to feel more sensual versus more like on the edge of pain mm-hmm. but do make sure you use the right kind of candles. Okay. Yeah. Some of the especially coloured candles can be really dangerous for that because they can get to they you They get while, really hot. Yeah. So you want to like um, check out online really what's the safe kind of candle for that and you know if you buy them from specific Mm-hmm. stores then you know that you've got it right and mm-hmm. always try it on yourself first
0: right yeah. good fact mm-hmm. um i mean i guess be careful about ice cubes do we need to tell people about being careful about not getting freezer burn don't ask yeah. you in a don't press too hard or leave in a particular place for too long yeah i cause i was
1: thinking about dropping it on dropping, dropping yeah. the, the the you know when the ice cube's melting like dropping that cold water on somebody's yeah. body but then you're holding it in your hand so you might get yeah, ice cube burns
0: so yeah. be careful yeah. safe for sex Yeah. John and Justin <laughs> right? are very very responsible yeah yeah um, other things you could do uh, do we say photos again We I mean, could do mm. the photos again with um, with fewer clothes on yeah um the asking somebody to wear a particular kind of underwear oh, that's the yeah, other thing that's, that's the other a of in there
1: yeah so or, again if it's more for you mm-hmm. that you're getting them to wear that underwear that mm-hmm. you like them in yeah
0: or wearing each other's underwear mm-hmm yeah uh, or like just playing with each other's underwear mm-hmm um yeah massage is there anything else for me to add into this one
1: I think that's most of it I mean I guess you can get to getting wet in underwear like Mm -hmm. you can get in the shower get in the bath that kind of thing especially if you're someone who doesn't want to be naked in in that kind of context then that would probably be alright
0: yeah Yeah.
1: I Um, suppose even going to saunas and stuff together can be an underwear thing
0: yeah definitely swimming pools yeah yeah Mm Hmm um and finally I mean mm. non-genital but naked sex yeah um the again all of the above can apply here but again there's the um the how to remove those how to remove clothes and how you might ask about how mm. what the dialogue is around how you move remove those clothes you could do it really really slowly yeah. on show for your partner uh-huh. so that they can see your genitals as they as you're removing a, your your Clothes, or see your uh, if you're wearing a bra, I can see your your chest. Yeah. As you're removing that, or slowly removing like a top or something, so you can slowly see what's happening to the other That's person. That's right. And create like an interesting dynamic.
1: And you can get into the whole with both these last ones. You can get into the whole striptease and stuff. Yeah. Kind of area. Mm-hmm. Um, which can be really exciting for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you could, and I suppose you can take it further where, like, you are doing stuff to yourself mm-hmm. while they're watching after you've
0: removed, or, yeah. or before you've moved underwear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And with your checking in with your partner that this is okay because it's close to genitals, but rather not necessarily touching genitals, um, but touching around the area of the genitals might be a thing that they might enjoy, Mm -hmm. so like the pubic area or the inside Mm -hmm. of the thighs or the bum or. And it can be really exciting for some people to like be going really near but not
1: touching genitals yeah. for quite a long time, you yeah. know. And and maybe then going to the genitals or not, but you know, yeah. making a really like somebody's you know, seeing how excited or aroused somebody can get from that around the area stuff.
0: Yeah, like we were mm. saying with snogging as well, just to be present to that, mm. like to be present to the feeling of somebody's uh fingers against uh, mm. any hair you have down there, for example, you yeah. know, can be can just like that doesn't have to lead to another thing that Mm. in and of itself can be a very enjoyable thing
1: yeah absolutely um i guess there's one set of things that we haven't really talked about that could happen again in all of these categories Mm. but certainly would be open to um the the not in the same room or same room kind of territory Mm -hmm. which is thinking about um all the sort of more tantra breath Energy yeah. type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I think we might have talked about in the podcast before, but you can that you can get this thing called a breath and energy orgasm. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's different kinds of ones, mm-hmm. and basically, you can do fully clothed, and you can take yourself through, or be in a workshop where someone takes you through, like breathing in various different ways mm-hmm. that leads up to a sense of like a climax, which is pretty mind blowing. Mm. Um. So I would, you know, if people are really looking to experiment and expand outside of anything to do with genitals um, that would be a really good one to try Yeah, because it's all about doing it with breath and you know um, you could be doing
0: that fully clothed for sure Well certainly exploring your breath and exploring your partner's breath and like just lying, Mm. noticing how you're breathing and how Mm. they're breathing and even just like noticing each other's pulse and heart rate and just being really in tune with another person Mm -hmm. um, could certainly be I feel very sexy I mean mm-hmm. we're like suspicious of things that are very goal focused and very yeah. kind of orgasm focused so I'm kind of a little bit uh like Mm, I have a healthy degree of skepticism around like classes yeah. and promoting classes where people can go and yeah, everyone yeah. will leave having experienced a breath orgasm. But oh, it mean, definitely works for some people. It
1: does. It does. And I think it's, you know, again, really useful, especially if you're, you know, there's some difficult stuff around using genitals. It yeah. can be really nice to free people up that there are other kinds of climaxes that you could have mm-hmm. that weren't orgasm yeah. in or, or were a kind of orgasm or you know the language is tricky around it but say you're somebody who does like a climax yeah. really interesting to explore can you have a climax without any genital touch? Yeah. Breath ones would be one kind. Mm-hmm. Other kinds of physical sensation, like a climax of like endurance of mm-hmm. a certain kind of physical sensation, for example, would mm-hmm. be something. Um, and then, you know, climax of a story, you know, that you're telling yeah. each other or watching porn or something, that it's almost like the climax you're watching or appreciating is kind of the, the peak moment for you rather than you doing anything.
0: Well, I think this is probably um, another um, podcast, but the, you know, often people really struggle with trying to orgasm so Mm. maybe it'd be really useful for people to really experience what not having an orgasm is like yeah like just really not not trying but Mm. just being present to the experience of not not orgasming yeah and what that can open up and that's what we're saying also in terms of bodies that if that um even if some genital sex is something you may want to be back on the table at some point... Yeah. It, but we're also saying that it's completely okay for it never to be on the table ever again. Yeah. But even if it is, that can just totally expand the possibilities, right? Because yeah. with genitals comes this idea that many people have of genitals are the thing that lead to orgasm. Exactly. Me, and that I have to, like, wank myself or yeah. finger myself in a particular way that's going to get me to the point where I'm going to come. Yeah. And that that is such a struggle for so many people yeah um is really it makes me really it makes me really sad because it's all mm. it's the culture of it has to be touching a channels and you have to be having an orgasm exactly. and that sort of it really really isn't it's really good to get away from that and just
1: yeah again you and it kind of expands out all of the possibilities for climax or orgasm as mm. well like even if you do want to bring it back on the table it's like if you've learned what it's like to be with somebody else who's having an orgasm and you're not having one yeah. and that can be a particular peak you know for some people to just experience somebody else go somebody else's journey maybe even Definitely. matching their breathing to that person but not yeah. you know or you can um, experience what it's like to just not have it and you know if you don't have an orgasm in the morning and then you allow one later in the day does it have a different quality to it Yeah, because you've kind of had that state of some arousal for a while yeah um, do you start having more mini orgasms you know rather than big ones or like different little climaxes and mm-hmm. you know hills instead of a big mountain like this, it can it can really expand out the, the experience it so can also or like start orgasm. in different
0: parts of your body like mm. one of the things that uh, I really enjoy about doing yoga with our friend Catherine from Helix Yoga Helix Yoga yes. that's a plug yeah um, and uh, it's like just noticing where the sensations are starting yeah so just doing that mindful activity of just noticing where uh, do I have a sensation in my toes in mm. on my in my heels in my shin and my knees yeah and doing that kind of body map of how you're feeling during yeah. any kind of sexual excitement and you can find yourself having by doing that and paying attention to that you can find yourself having tons of orgasms yeah. And and then because you're tuned into that and because mm. you realise it's happening, then they get that amplifies mm-hmm. and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. We should probably talk about this on another podcast. Yeah, but, this is a whole thing we can come back to. I but mean, yeah. The, the, I think the point that the kind of broader point around this is that we're not being kind of airy fairy, you know, have you maybe mm. you should try this, maybe you should try that. This stuff works. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're we're not just saying all these things in order to be incredibly of no like super diverse and just to be really mm like well woke yeah we're saying all these things because it's it's the they're the answer and what we're saying i think as well is that these are really great for
1: anyone who for whatever reason isn't into genitals and or orgasms and they're also really good if you are exactly because they're actually going to change your relationship to those things to make it much more potentially like there's much more potential for all the things you could be doing
0: yeah um yeah so if we can even if you're interested in genital sex if you can get to the point of I am choosing to have some genital sex this time right you're going to be more likely to enjoy genital sex exactly right? rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to have sex with that means that my of course my genitals are going to be involved and not really thinking yeah. about whether that is a choice yeah. is the thing and that's the part of sex that we um, <clears throat> that this is the part of the, the the key to really enjoying sex is to being more intentional about everything yeah, that we're doing. you're yeah and the more intentional you can be about everything you're doing the more you can rid yourself or tune out of the scripts yeah and it's always the scripts it's always our crap sex education mm-hmm. everything we talk about sex as we talked about in our previous podcast and probably let's face it the one before that too <laughs> yeah. probably the one before that yeah. but that it's easier to tune out of that stuff if you're more able to tune into what we're doing right now. Yeah. And making those choices around, this is the thing I want to do because I think I'm going to really enjoy this. Yeah,
1: rather than I'm doing it because I think I should. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So we're pretty fanatical about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because we think we're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So that's given you. I mean, we've chatted for ages about yeah. lots of different kinds of sex structures. There are probably more. We didn't even really talk about sex toys and stuff. No, but,
1: absolutely. You know, I mean, a really good thing is, yeah, just you know, get go online or go into a sex shop and seeing yeah. what takes your fancy there. And they yeah. don't
0: have to be using your channels, particularly things like the doxy. Yeah,
1: you can uh, use that massager. doxy anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you can pretend it's a back massager. Yeah, I mean, or some you of can them. actually use it. You mean, massager. Yeah. I
0: mean, some of them are so strong you wouldn't want to use them on your genitals. Uh, certainly not straight away because they're like yeah "Ah." they're pretty powerful the
1: plug-in ones Um, oh yeah but it depends how the genitals work some people prefer that contact some people it's way too much yeah Yeah, exactly same with most of the sex toys really so yeah it's sort of about yeah trying them out you know
0: Mm. seeing what works for you yeah Mm. so uh, we hope that you found that helpful just us talking about lots of different (laughs) kinds of sex yeah (laughs) Um, yeah let us know if you if there's ones we've really overlooked
1: especially whole areas we've overlooked Then tell us about those and we'll make sure we start including them yeah it's not the
0: definitive list but Mm. but, you know i hope you've got a few ideas and if you've got ideas for us Mm. uh, that'd be great if you've got any uh, general ideas you'd like for us to cover on the podcast even if it's not like in the form of a specific question yeah if there's just stuff you if you want to be like hey meg john justin can you talk about Yes. this for a bit yeah like your usual 25 minutes half an hour we can do that rather than a specific question yep. and you can hit us up for that on twitter at megjohnjustin facebook.com forward slash megjohnjustin via our website megjohnandjustin.com uh, and you can subscribe to this podcast John Justin, via soundcloud.com or through your podcast app and um and uh, remember we've not plugged our book let's plug our book
1: yeah we've got a great book out it's called enjoy sex how when and if you want to
0: yeah by icon published by icon yeah. books available via our website megjohnjustin.com forward slash, forward slash publications mm. so until next time see ya bye, bye.